You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConfora. Well, just think about this, though, Carl and Jason. I mean, he just went to work for John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, and John Harbaugh. Yeah. Like, he's he's been in winning buildings. Yeah. He came from the college. He, 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 he was coaching linebackers with Wink in Baltimore. Understood the blitz concepts. You know, let's kill the quarterback. How are we going to do it? Goes to Michigan. They get him to the Final Four. Um, basically, Jim gave him, you know, carte blanche. You know, this is your defense. You run it. Um, Wink gets, you know, there's a change there with Wink. Let's bring Mike back. Let's make him. So he's he's coached the position. He's coached. He's been the coordinator. He's done it at college. He's done it at the pro. Oh, by the way, he's 36 years old. You know, I mean, he's the youngest coach in the league. Like, get him young. Get him young. That He's not going to have all the answers, but John Schneider is a hell of a GM. They have drafted very well in Seattle. He doesn't have to worry about that, but if they want a set of eyes on this defensive end, you know, um, or this defensive tackle at Texas or whatever. Uh, tell me what you think. Um, and he might know a lot of these college kids, obviously from his time at Michigan. So he's he's going to give them that perspective. I think it's a great hire because honestly, um, Jason, when I was there on Sunday, I went and talked to Rod Woodson, who obviously does the color yeah. for Ravens radio. And we were just talking about Mike and the defense. And, um, you know, it's, it's good to get a, you know, a Hall of Fame perspective on all this. And what he was saying is like just how simple this really is, what he's doing. And it's it's not it's not rocket science in what they're teaching and how they're putting guys in position and all that kind of stuff. And and then they go out and play like they did. Uh, it certainly helped that they got Van Noy and Genevian and some of the guys they picked up. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's a system, defensively at least, that it could be taught in one offseason. And it could be, you know, learned and, and applied. And I think 
you know, that's that's a good thing. And then we'll see. Obviously, he's got to put the coaching staff together. We'll be interested to see where he goes. Yeah, I, you know, we talk about it, right, Baldy? Uh, you know, simple. Keep it simple. Guys can play fast. Uh, you, you're not thinking too much, you know, and the way that they switch things up, it gave it gave teams a lot of problems. Guys, I think, Jason, we talked about it, right? The only guy that really got after them this season was Stafford. Well, well, yeah, yeah, Stafford. That was it. I mean, even in the second half of this AFC championship game, guys, they didn't do anything. Ravens They didn't do anything in the final nine drives. They didn't do anything <laughs> after the first quarter. 3.4 yards per play after the after the first two drives. So, Three points, six punts, turnover on uh, on downs, and Neil to end the game. That's the final nine drives. Three but points. But, you know, if you look at the play. personnel in Baltimore, they you know, Geno Stone, you know, was amongst the leaders in interceptions. He's a backup player. You know, Ronald Darby came in, was probably playing better than Marlon Humphrey. Than Marlon. Yeah. Faster. Uh, you look at all the changes that they had, and then you look at a guy like, just say, Kyle Hamilton, who I think is their best defensive player. And he had a great game. He was probably the best defensive player on the field Sunday. But would could Kyle, if Kyle Hamilton was in Philadelphia or New York, would he be Kyle Hamilton? Like, I don't know. I don't know if right. he would. Like, he might still. I mean, he's a great talent. He's a great kid. He's oh, He's got everything going for him. But the way that they use him and how they matched him up, I mean, look, Kelsey caught the pass against him. It, it's a Mahomes classic throw. Yeah. But he can't cover him any, any better than he covered him. You know, I just think the way that he – and he's got chess pieces there with Witherspoon and and some of the guys there in Seattle. Like I think this thing has a chance of being real good, real fast. Um, the way that he deploys players, the way that he blitzes, he doesn't blitz like Wink does. He blitzes differently. He blitzes, but you know they're basically um, they're 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 a, a perceived pressure team more than just a pressure team. They're going to show you pressure and then bail and maybe bring one linebacker but they're not this max blitz team every down like they pick their spots they're pretty clever about it yeah but they're guys up front baldy and this is the thing about seattle as we're talking about mike mcdonald it's in the huddle guys subscribe like us tell your friends so you don't miss an episode his guys up front were able to get after the quarterback though right those front guys is seattle will he have that there oh yeah mafia's not bad start mafia had a good season i'm interested to see if he brings chuck smith with him because Chuck Smith made a big difference in Baltimore as a pass rush specialist coach. And he really knows how to work with individual players, not just defense linemen, linebackers, corner safeties, anybody that's blitzing. He's, it's under his thumb how they're being trained and how they're winning. One of the reasons why they led the league in sacks. So I'd be interested to see if – I don't know what his contract status is, Jason. Like if he was a one-year deal with John. I, I would think it was more than a one. Like I know like Denard Wilson was definitely a one-year deal. Yeah. I would think Chuck Smith first time, you know, coaching NFL full-time, it would be more than a one-year deal. Um, I'll tell you this. John Harbaugh lets Chuck Smith walk out the door with Adafi Owe and David Ajabo. It's a problem. Having shown a, not a whole lot, yeah. that'd be a problem. Like right. and Chuck Smith here in Baltimore, because I don't know if Clowney's coming back. He might have priced himself out. And if you know, even if he does, is he going to have that season again? Kyle Van Noy, yeah. is he coming back? If he does, is he going to do that two years in a row? Like they better get uh, Adafi Owe, David Ajabo, better be able to rush the passer next year, or they got problems. I agree. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's move to what happened with Ben Johnson. I'm going to be devil's advocate here for a second. I just want to get you guys' take on this. So Ben goes back to Detroit to retain his job as the offensive coordinator. Guys, we know he's been one of the hottest coordinators the last three years. This podcast, by the way, ahead of the curve, was talking about Ben Johnson. Baldy was talking about him three years ago. Jason was talking about him three years ago. Nobody knew who this guy was. Now everybody knows who this guy is, all right? So – Props to my guys on this podcast. But, fellas, we know this in the NFL. These jobs don't come along and you don't stay hot forever. So Ben Johnson decides, I'm going back to Detroit. And my first initial thought was, Ben, (laughs) dude, go take the money. Even if you fail, you're going to be a coordinator in this league for a long time. Don't miss out on your opportunity when the iron is hot right now. So just devil's advocate. Baldy, what do you know about him going back to Detroit? I just felt like this is your time to go. We saw it with Eric Bieniemy, and I know everybody's situation is different. But he went from being the hottest coordinator in the league to nothing. Like nobody was hiring him. Nobody was interviewing him. Well, it's interesting. It's a weird deal. You know, it's interesting. Two years ago, when the Lions were featured on Hard Knocks with the NFL and HBO, they they purposely hid Ben Johnson. They knew that this was going to be a big spotlight. They put Deuce Daly out there, Dan Campbell. They put a lot of guys out there. They didn't put Ben out there. Like You came out of that show after five or six episodes, whatever it was, and you really didn't hear from Ben Johnson. Like, they were trying to hide him. They knew because they were – this was – they were going to – when he opens his mouth, you're going to see some of the ideas and yeah. the intelligence whatnot. So they did a good job there. Now we know who he is. You know, you always – this is a big thing with Harbaugh going out, Jim Harbaugh going out to Los Angeles. And I talked to him on the sidelines. Like the wife has something to do with this. He's a young guy. You know, what the wife likes Detroit. She likes what Dan Campbell has built, the culture, how they get along, how they integrate. Like she's fine. She's not looking to get out of Detroit. Some people might think that's the wrong move. So that was part of it. And then they honestly feel like they have all these young talent, you know, Gibbs and, I'm on Ross St. Brown and Jameson Williams. They have all this young talent and they know they have a chance of being pretty good. And I really feel like Dan didn't say, I need you to stay with me. I mean, if Dan thought that he could go to Washington and get a head job. Dan was going to hold him back. This was all Ben Johnson going, I want to finish what we started here. And I really believe that's a part of it. Now, I don't know a lot of external extenuating circumstances. Um, if he left, uh, Washington at the altar by what he did, and I'm sure that that's the appearance of it. But I really believe that the wife, Ben, the culture, Dan Campbell, the young players of the team, drew him back into that that family. Good move, Jason, or bad move? I, I can't. I mean, if, if he's comfortable with it, then it's the right move for him. I, I would just say in this business, especially as a young head coach. And going through this the first time with these billionaires, perception becomes reality. And 
the bedside manner, the way it was handled, like, I think there's got to be an emotional, intelligent quotient that comes with this. And you've got to be, if you're harboring these kinds of thoughts and you don't express them through the first interview to the point where you allow your agent to schedule second interviews and you allow these people to schedule trips to come and see you, you know what I mean? And you mm. allow them to get on the plane. Mm. Legit. That could have been handled better. Like yeah. that, that well, that's, you know, that, that's the part where I'm like, you know, you only do get so many bites at the apple. And do you really want to spend your next interview with a billionaire and you only get a few hours with them when your team's in the playoffs, you know, having to defend what the hell you did in the past? I, 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 you know, you, you, there's a lot of time that passes between these interviews. You know, he could have put a statement out before they played that game or early in the week. Hey, you know what, I, guys, I, once again, I, I got to just thank the Ford family. I got to thank Dan Campbell. My heart is here. My mind is here. My passion is here. My family's here. I'm going to remove myself from this process before I take any more time out of anybody else's processes because I know how hard it is to hire a coach in this league. I appreciate the opportunities I had and look forward to more in the future. I mean, that's off the top of my head. Nobody's given me 10% of nothing to do it. But like, <laughs> you're going to put that out. You could have put that out at any point on your Twitter yeah. before that football game, and people will be championing you right now. I'm not saying. Does this, is there something in this guy's psyche that makes him think he ain't cut out for this job? Because if I'm going to give you 12, how much you want, man? 10, 12, 15? If I'm giving that to you, you better damn sure sell me that your life, your career, your future, your mind, body, soul invested in making my football team a Super Bowl winner. Because anything less than that, it's not wasting my time. That's how, If I'm an owner, that's how I'm coming at it. I want to find out right away. Well, all that is all true, except that all that is true, Jason, but sometimes you bet on yourself. What if they do get back to a championship game or to a Super Bowl next year? Good for him, then. I'm just saying, like, sometimes you better say, let me just throw a name out there in Washington. Like, I believe Anthony Weaver is in play. Jason, you know who he is. Uh, I know you know who he is, Carl, but I'm just saying, this is a guy that's going to interview great. Yeah. This is this guy is extremely yeah. intelligent. He's played, been a coordinator. Um I believe that if Anthony Weaver sits in a room with, with uh, you know, with Peters and, and and whoever else is in that room in the interview, like you're going to be impressed by Anthony Weaver. Anybody that's ever met him as a player, as a coach, administrator, all the stuff that he's done now. Like he's got, to me, he has a lot of the things that you want as a head coach. 